Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode 31 of the Agree to Disagree podcast show, where we discuss news, politics, and pop culture. I'm your host, Luigi C. And as I do every week, let me remind you, we are streaming live on Facebook and at the Agree to Disagree show and on YouTube live as well. Reminder to subscribe and share my content to whoever you think would enjoy it. And as I encourage you every week, especially this week, since I am flying solo, um, is to write in your comments, your questions. Uh, let's make this interactive because I have a few things to uh, to get off my chest. So as I mentioned before, I decided this week to to go solo, as I've done in the past. Um, just There's just too many things going on right now. Um, so I, I didn't want a guest this week. Um, so um, I decided to um to discuss a few things that's that's been bothering me that have been bothering me but a few updates and a few stories so here we go uh tonight's topic our our leading story is um what i call bill 101 2.0 version 2.0 and when i say that is that there's been a lot of talk uh, with the uh, Quebec uh, Premier François Legault and the CAC government um, party, that uh, they um, want to reinforce and strengthen Bill 101. Uh, because they, as we've, we've discussed ad nauseum again in the past, uh, they feel that French is uh, fragile um, in Quebec and they need to uh, protect the language. I came across something today, however, that I did not know, and this one is is, is extremely, extremely uh, worrisome. Um, that they are contemplating um, that the CAC government is considering putting a cap on the number of spots available at English CJEPs. Okay. Legault said that he understands some French-speaking CJEP students would like to attend English colleges, but that French is fragile in the province. We have to reinforce Bill 101, and that's why we'll table a bill soon. By the way, this, this bill, uh, the opposition party, the Liberals, have been waiting for it forever because he's been talking about it forever. So I don't know exactly what the hell they're doing. Um... He said in a news conference, adding that he didn't feel capping the number of spaces for English-speaking students would cause Anglophones to miss out on a spot at college. There are many places for the Anglophones in the Anglophone CJEPs. So here's the thing. It's not as much that it's a problem for English-speaking students that want to attend English CJEPs. He's, he, he see, see the way he just manages to twist it around? That's not the issue here. Okay, the, the real issue here is that I know that there's going to be plenty because there's not many uh, kids in, 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 in high school going to English school. So, that, of course, there's going to be plenty of room uh, 
um, in Quebec for English speaking um, in English speaking CJEPs. The issue here is what he's afraid of um, is that French students are choosing to go in English um, CJEPs, right? Now, he takes this as a um, threat to the French, um, French language, where, you see, here's a great, um, uh, a great the, the way that the student union look at this, okay? I don't think that it's a good at all, said Sarah Mazzaro, academic and advocacy coordinator of the student union at Montreal's Concordia University. Students should have the flexibility to choose where they like to go to school without having the added pressure of limited capacity. CJP is such a great transition to go into and having that flexibility to actually choose like uh, choose like your academic freedom of where you'd want to go. Um, Francophones that have studied their whole lives in French from elementary to up to high school and then suddenly decide to go, for example, Dawson in English, won't make them completely Anglophone. He said, they're still going to speak French. Obviously, their friends, their family are Francophone. So it's not going to stop them from using the French language. What is actually going to happen, as you stated, is it's going to allow them to be more competitive on the market. It's going to allow them to even help Quebec look good on the international stage. See, this, this goes with what I've been talking about for so long. Is when you're disguising your real plans of basically the complete eradication of English. And you know what? I don't want to hear anybody try to, 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 to convince me, to try to convince me otherwise, because this can only be taken one way. This is no longer about protecting the French language. This is about the complete eradication of English in Quebec. French is not, and I repeat, not fragile or in danger because first of all nobody's going to be able to go to english schools anymore in a few generations so where does the danger lie here's the other thing now you see you're starting to see a population that uh students young students that want to that are growing up on this international that the the, the, the a friend or a family member is just a keypad away uh, conversation on messenger whatever it may be what's up speaking english opportunities abound all over the world but yet again you are gonna hold back your population just because you want to protect your language that is not threatened at all at all because Bill 101 has completely succeeded in what it's set out to do. And yet you're still going to hide behind this that you are there to protect the French language. The French language is protected. And I don't care what anybody tells me. Yes, you're, an Angl you're, you're a French community within a North American community. But you know what? There's other communities and other languages that are spoken in North America. And they're not threatened. Spanish being one of those you look at certain some some states in in especially along the mexican border that are completely spanish right do they does, does it change anything does the us say we have to we have to protect our english language 
Okay. Does, does, is, is, is it the same way? Or do you see any Spanish um, speaking states saying we need to, we need to protect our Spanish language? Uh, no, we don't see it. We don't see it. And, and putting it on limiting your, your, your education and the choices that your children have to me is, is, is inexplainable. Is inexplainable. It really is. It, to me, it's, 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 it's disgusting. I, I, I don't have any other word. I, I really don't. Um, I don't have any other words on that. Um, and to try to, you know, hide behind this so-called problem for decades and people still buy into it and people still try to defend this position that now the CAC government has is reprehensible to me. Honestly, it's, it's, um, I don't know. And so I just wanted to share this cause I, I, mean, I came across this today. Um, write in your comments, guys, see what you think about this. Um, are we ever going to get out of this vicious circle? I don't think so because, um, we won't. And, and this, you know, um, because, you know, Dominic Angland, which is the, the, the liberal leader, um, Quebec liberal leader, I understand she's stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? She needs to say what she needs to say because without the French vote, without the illusion that she's taking care or, or, or protecting the French language, then she probably won't get into power, right? The liberals won't get into power. Um, she says... This is the last thing we want is for Anglophones to feel that the whole thing is being considered against the Anglophone community because I think we need to do all these changes with the Anglophone community. Because of the Anglophone community, it's not like some element outside of Quebec. They're part of the solution. They're part of the process. But you know what? We're no longer feeling that way. Really, we're not. We're feeling that uh, we're left aside. We've served our purpose in this province which we had a huge role to play in the building and the, the international marketing of Montreal, especially in uh, of Quebec as a whole. Uh, and now we served our purpose and now we're no longer needed. And um, they've won. They really have. I, I, I do feel defeated. And some will say, you know, well, Luigi, it's not a fight. But, you know, in a way it is because... Um, you know, growing up, and like I said, many times I speak French. It's, it's not the issue here. It really isn't. My kids go to school. They, they speak French. They're learning French. We made a conscious decision to, to live here. But at what cost? At what cost? Let's go through some comments that I'm seeing here. Um, Salam says, like a cack, want the population stupid and ignorant. Yes, Sal, I've always said that. Yeah. Um, you keep your population stupid and ignorant and, but even that, you know what, Sal, I, I never understood that, you know, why would you want to keep your population stupid? You know, if you really want to separate, let's say, okay. And you want Quebec to stand on its own. Do you actually think that you're, you're going to, what are you going to do? Okay. You're only going to deal with French speaking countries in the event that they separate tomorrow morning. What are you going to do? You're only going to you're only going to do business with French speaking countries. How many are those besides France? Really? Okay. You're going to go out to all the African countries, Haiti. A lot of business you're going to do there, eh? Right. 
just just on that why would you why would you want to keep your population stupid and ignorant just because it's going to be easier to protect your language i've always wondered about this it's always been really it's been amazing to me it's always been completely amazing to me why would they want to do that thanks for the comment sal mike rocco says hey mike can we maybe say systematic racism or maybe anti-cultural assimilation or maybe a deep-rooted insecurity from when the Brits took Quebec City on a plane d'Abraham? You know what Mike uh, so well said? Thank you for the comment. Um, I, I see it as systematic racism against us because we're literally being eradicated. We're, 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 we, we can't, we can't, we're losing schools. Anybody else coming in the, 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 the province can't go send their kids to English schools. Any, any um, uh, uh, immigrants coming in or refugees. Um, now, the, the, the population, the, the Francophones that want to spend and try to teach their kids, make them, give them a better future, now they're thinking about not even giving them the right to go to French CJEP. It's, it's mind-boggling. You know, deep-rooted insecurity from when the Brits took over Quebec City and La Plaine d'Abraham. Wow, man. I guess that scar runs really deep. Hey, Mike, really deep to, to throw it amongst in our faces, literally throw it in our faces that, um, that you know, we, we, no longer, we no longer matter here. And we don't because we don't because our vote doesn't matter anymore, right? Because we're such a small minority, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, because a separatist government, or one in, in like uh, hidden as as a, as a as a quasi federalist party like the CAC, uh, with hidden agenda, could just say that uh, you know we're doing it for for the greater good and uh, just trying to 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 keep our our, our culture and our our language. Mike has a solution for us. Let me listen to this. I have a solution that I have been preaching for years. Greater Montreal area should separate from Quebec. The reality of sub uh, suburban Quebec doesn't reflect the bilingual reality in Montreal. Once again, Mike, you're spot on. Um, but that whole that gets us in a whole constitutional conundrum that uh, I don't think would be solved uh, in a day. Uh, I don't even know where the Supreme Court would even go with that if that would ever be. I, whatever be an option, whatever be uh, a, a solution, um, because the fact of the matter is that all business, the majority of business in in in, in Quebec does come from Montreal, and Montreal is a bilingual city. So, see, so here's the thing, right? Whenever you're pushing a narrative, okay, you could do whatever you want. You could walk into any store downtown and say, "Oh, I was only I was only serviced in English, and we have a problem." There's a French language is a problem in in, in Quebec. See, see how easy it is to fool the population, right? Whereas the rest of Quebec speaks 100% French, only Francophone, but yet you sent in a journalist or whatever, someone, a spy from the fucking OQLF into a store in Montreal, and all of a sudden we have a problem. We need to reinforce 101. <laughs> you know, the, the English community is already on the floor, right? Right? We're, they're already on the floor. And then, you know, when you just want to finish him off and you just kick a guy right in the teeth, you know, like from American History X, when he puts his, the guy's teeth 
on the sidewalk and kicks his his head in, that's the English community right now and all our services and everything else that we stand for. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, Mike, it is sad. Pat, thanks for watching Padding Noto. He says, I agree with you. I always said that Bill 101 needs to be removed, not reinforced. I tell you something, a lot of French-speaking people are very pissed that they were not allowed to send their children to English schools. I say, well, when it is a time to vote, vote intelligently. Furthermore, our schools are either 50-50 or French immersion. Why wouldn't all the schools be the same? Learn both languages. Pat, you're, you're, preaching, you're preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the choir. I said that as well. It's a great solution. Thanks for that comment, Pat. Why not um, make it all the same? All our kids are at advantage that they go to English schools, right? They're all at an advantage. Why not make it the same for everybody? Right? We would all learn and speak French and English. And wouldn't that, in essence, just flourish, make Quebec as a whole flourish? Right? I guess not. And you know what? On your, on your first thing, Bill 101 needs to be removed. That'll never happen, Pat. No one would ever, no politician, no political party. That would be political suicide. Would have the balls to eradicate or take it out or even amend it for that matter uh, to make it less harsh. On the contrary, you see what the CAC is doing now. So um, that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because, like I said, it's political suicide. Uh, when you have a populace that's highly um, high racial French-speaking francophones in Quebec voting that are brainwashed and thinking, right? You tell the people that there is a problem, they're going to believe it. You keep telling someone a lie, they're going to start to believe it. You keep telling them that the French language is fragile and is at risk, and they believe it. You don't even need to give them any statistics. You don't. You don't need to give statistics. Because if you did, they knew that their, their point would not come across. There's no validity to what they say. Okay? There's no validity to what they say. So, hey, Milan, thanks for suggesting. He says, when Pat suggests to vote intelligently, are there political alternatives included in that suggestion? Uh... Unfortunately, Pat, uh, unfortunately, Milan, our only political alternative right now is the Liberal Liberal Party of Quebec. Um, better the enemy I know, I guess. You know, on Friday I had, uh, last last week on Friday, I had Liberal m and and Party Whip uh, Filamena Rotterotti, and we had a great discussion. Um, and I truly believe that they have, they have changed with the leadership of Dominique Anglade. Um, so, unfortunately, that's the way it works. This is this is what we're at. We do not have alternatives. I wish we did, Milan, but we don't. So, better for the party of the liberals that, in my mind, maybe might do a little bit more for the Anglophone community. But you know what, guys? I hate to be a pessimist. The damage is done, guys. <laughs> the damage is done. Uh, Bill 101 has succeeded. What it sought out to do, it took 50, 60 years, but it succeeded. It succeeded in what it sought out to do 50 to 60 years later. And now we're at the brink of extinction. 
Mike Rockwell again says, countries around the world, poor and developing, are brainwashing their students to learn English in order to compete in on the world economic stage. You know what, Mike? When you have third world countries doing this, you have all the European countries, and I have a lot of family in Europe, that all put an emphasis on multiple languages. I have cousins that speak English, French, Italian, German. Okay? That's without even pulling a sweat. Why? Spanish as well, because they learn it in school and it's and it's and it's told. And that's why those countries like Germany and England are in advance of everyone else because they put an emphasis on languages. Switzerland, they put an emphasis on languages. Language is power. Power is knowledge. Knowledge is power. If you know more people, you could speak in other languages. You could deal with anybody around the world. But no, our Quebec says, non, il faut rester purlen. Il faut protéger notre langue. Qui n'est pas dans danger. So, I don't know. Um, Sal says, how ironic that the liberals started the download spiral of the English language. It is, Sal, because uh, we've said this before. It was the, uh, I believe, the Barassa liberal government that put Bill 101 in place to appease um, the separatists at the time, the movement, the quiet revolution that was slowly building in, in Quebec. And that was the only way that they could have stayed in power. So, yes, it was a liberal government that, that introduced Bill 101, ironically. Um, Milan says, I believe Italians start learning English in grade six. They do. I could confirm that, Milan. I have a lot of um, family in, in Italy, as you all know. And uh, all my cousins, all of them speak multiple languages. All of them. English, Italian, French, um, German. That's just to name a few. Okay. Um, knowledge is power, guys. I say it again. Language makes you evolve and makes your brain work. And it's it's a proven fact. It's an actual proven fact. The more languages you speak, the more intelligent and the more exercise your mind gets. That's why it's very important to get those kids at a young age to learn multiple languages because they're sponges at that point. Mike Rocco says, would a Quebec conservative government help solve this problem? They would. Mike, but unfortunately, they're literally non-existent in Quebec. Is there room for them? Is there room for them? What have they done? I wish my friend uh, would be on, um, talk about a little bit of what's going on in the Quebec government, the conservative government in Quebec. Um, but it's it's not happening. It's not happening at all on the on the on the provincial level for them. Um, so that's not an option at this point, Mike, unfortunately, because there's nothing going on there. So right now uh, we have to live with the fact that the CAC are most likely going to win another government, um, unfortunately. And it will just be more of the same. So that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's all I got to say about that. Um, just want to, bring that across in terms of this said CJEP. That's this a new thing that came across uh, my friend Dominic Alessi um, 
posted it today and I just couldn't believe it <laughs> that they're even contemplating this. My second story today I wanted to discuss, uh, I name it Midwives Trans Friendly Terms. So just when you thought um, the madness of political correctness um, couldn't get any worse, <laughs> it definitely can. Okay, here's a story I came across um, from the UK um, that midwives are ordered to replace words mother breastfeeding with trans-friendly terms. Trans uh, transgender language is being instituted at two UK hospitals in the NHS healthcare system that now require midwives to cease using the words breastfeeding, breast milk, and father and change how they refer to mothers all under the banner of inclusion. I will continue. The word mother is being replaced with the term mother or birthing parent. Um, as part of a Brighton and Sussex University Hospital, uh, the inclusive language policy to be more trans-friendly. Midwives are being told they must stop using gendered terms that denote the sex of the body and it says Instead, use gender-inclusive language, include, according to the UK Times. Let me, let me give you a few examples. Hence, under the new policy, the Maternity Services Department will be known as perinatal services. Instead of the, using the word breast milk, the phrase is human milk, breast chest milk, or milk from the feeding mother or parent. I need a second here. Additional adjustments in the hospital language include using woman or person in place of woman. Depending on the circumstances, the word father is to be replaced with parent, co-parent, or second biological parent. This story comes from the Telegraph reports. Um... Where do I start? Where do I start? Um, so basically, what these two hospitals want to do is change thousands years of years of evolution in biology to make a minority happy. That's the way I look at it. Listen, uh, unless I could grow breasts and produce breast milk to nourish a baby, and give them the antibodies that will protect them for life. I will continue to call it breast milk. A mother is a mother, not a birthing parent. A father is a father, father and not a co-parent or second biological parent. What the fuck is a second biological parent? Guys, where is the lunacy? What, what lunacy are, where are we going? Where are we going? I don't, I could not believe when I read when I read this article, I could not believe that where what are the limits of, of this PC of, of inclusion? Where are the limits? So we're gonna we're gonna stop all biology. Biology doesn't doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. How many transgender people? Okay, of the, the 8 billion people on this earth, whatever we are, how many of them are transgender? Why this appeasement? Why do we have to... I don't understand thousands of years of language, uh, of language 
to appease a minority? Are they that loud? They're making that much noise that hospitals are telling their midwives to use transgender proper words? Where the fuck are we going? Where, where are we going? Where are we going? Mike Rocco says, that's not normal. Biology doesn't lie. Feelings are not scientific facts, period. Well, you know what, Mike? Scientific facts and biology have gone out the window, according to these, these people. They're fucking implementing these policies in hospitals. They're implementing these things in hospitals. Sal M, what kind of drugs are out there? <laughs> Sal, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's something seriously wrong, guys. That there's something seriously wrong. I need to share this with you people. This is the kind of shit that is fucking happening out there. This is unbelievable. I am a second biological parent. I have two kids. I'm a second biological parent. My my wife is no longer a mother. She is a birthing parent. I, I, I give up, man. I give up. Sometimes I ask myself, why am I even doing this? Why am I even doing this? I, I don't know. Listen, it's not all negative, guys. It's not all negative, okay? I got some good news, believe it or not. Okay? And it's a great follow-up to the story that we just we just talked about, okay? Um, before I go into that, Mike Rocco says, they want to break down the family nucleus, remove traditions and values from society. They want the state to raise our kids. <sighs> oh, boy. Mike, where would be the benefit in that? You know, I'm just, it's, it's, it's a valid point you said, but where would be the benefit in that? What's the purpose behind that? Why the fuck would you, why would the state want to raise children to make, to, to raise a bunch of robots? I don't have a mother. I have a birthing parent. I don't have a father. I have a second biological parent. The fuck are we going, man? Where are we going? Giovanna says this is why our kids are scared screwed up i raised my kids to be who they are and use the correct terms mother father breastfeeding what am i trying to say is if we want to live your life as you wish do not force what has been around for millions of years years this is a huge joke absolutely joanna and you know because at a, to a certain point i could say okay it's just a joke it's just a few minority you know you know little whispers in the dark and 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 um uh, you know, it's just a few minorities that are a little bit, maybe a bit louder than others and they want to be heard. But, you know, jo Giovanna, I, I can't feel that way anymore because here it is. It's, you've got two, two hospitals in the UK asking their midwives to use trans-friendly terms. Two UK hospitals. But who tells them? How does it? What I what I want to know is how does it get to that point? Where who tells them? Who does? Do, do the transgender activists go to these hospitals and say, "Hey, you got to change your terminology"? Who the fuck comes up with this shit? Who people sit around the table and come up with these transgender terms? There's nothing else to do on this planet. There's nothing, especially now. 
There's nothing else. Go find a fucking cure for this fucking pandemic. How about that? Fucking useless people. This is just, it's ludicrous, man. It's ludicrous. It's its just ludicrous. By the way, these words were uttered from Black Lives Matter. Wow. Mikey Bernier says, hey, Louis, I just had a conversation with my daughter regarding the gender assumption. She tells me it's not fair to see a child all dressed in pink with pigtails and think that it's a girl. Oh, boy, you should have seen where the convo went. I don't even know where. Here's the problem, Mikey. I don't even know where that. I don't even. I, I can't even imagine where it went. First of all, shout out to Mikey. Uh, he's a part owner and uh, of 360 Renovations. They just did a great job on my bathroom. I did a huge shout out to them. They're unbelievable. I can't even imagine. But see, the whole problem that that, that your child is even thinking of this, where, where when we grew up, it was not even an issue. It was not even an issue. Now what, you're going to make your, 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 your daughter or son choose whether or not what gender they want to be. Come on. Come on, please. I'm not into it personally, but you have to respect the fact that some people don't want to be referred to as a female or a male. Cheech, I'm going to be respectfully. Yeah, I could. That's not the point. But the point is that you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna change a complete uh, uh, way of communicating thousands of years of biology and terminology and language. I don't know. I don't know. Diversity and inclusion specialist Milan says. Giovanna says it's up to the midwives to say screw you. Yeah, I, I would hope. I would hope so. What's up, Bello? Thanks, Ange, for tuning in. Mikey Bernier says governments want to create children obedient to the government and not attached to their families. George Orwell's 1984. Brave New World. You know what, Mike? It's starting to look a lot more like that. It really is. Let's fucking continue the breakdown of the family unit. And let's let's be loyal to the government. But then, you know, we say these things and people are going to think we're crazy, Mike. We're, we're talking out of our ass. But when you have people dictating a minority, a very small minority dictating terms uh we, we we have we have a problem we do have a problem we have a huge problem um guys it's not all negative tonight and you know i'm 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 always so quick to shit on pierre merlego and and politicians for that matter um but you know what guys don't adjust your your sets don't adjust the audio. Audio is just fine. But you know what? I got to give a shout out to Premier Legault. Not for his handling of the pandemic. Don't get me wrong. That is just a shitbag for that. That's another story. But um, concern about a rash of radical militants trying to censor certain words or works in universities, Premier Legault said he plans to put in place measures to protect freedom of speech on campus universities. Wow. How long I've been talking about this, this phenomenon that's been going on. Universities taken over by leftists. Let me continue. In a Facebook post published on Saturday, Legault said he's worried the situation will get out of control if his government doesn't act soon. Freedom of expression is one of the pillars of our democracy. If we compromise on that, we risk having undue censorship spilling out into political debates and our media. 
he said what prompted him to say something and to look at it differently is is you know he, he saw that some professors have been asked to erase or ignore the works of certain great writers writers like Anne Hébert, Régent Duchamp, Denis Lafarriere, and Pierre Vallière. Legault said, continued to say that he faced criticism last year when he had a list of recommended books that included one by Mathieu Buck Coté. What is really worrisome is that more and more people are feeling intimidated and will engage in censoring. He said the greatest concern right now appears to be in the university milieu. That's why Daniel McCain, the minister of higher education, is coming up with a way to act quickly to protect free speech. He said universities, and I've said this for many, for, for many years, uh, should be havens for free thought and debates on all issues in a respectful manner. He hopes to be able to strike tone between allowing free speech and barring hate speech. So I applaud our premier. I really, truly do. I, 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 I really, truly do. I, I do applaud him. I applaud him for, for trying this. I'm not saying he's going to be successful. Because as he says, university should be the milieu where you could express yourself and you should learn free of the prejudice of the university or the agenda of the university, the agenda of your professor, which are overwhelmingly, completely left-leaning left professors. Okay? Yes, there is a fine line between free speech and hate speech. I would never condone hate speech, guys. But when you're saying... When you're telling that the curriculum has to be changed and certain books have to be taken out of the curriculum because they could be offensive or when you're limiting who could come and speak at your university because they're, they look at things completely different than what the narrative of left-leaning or what society, political correctness society has to, has to do now, we have a huge problem and we've had a huge, huge problem in our universities. Okay, we've we've discussed this at length with many of my guests, me included myself as well. So you know what? I applaud Mr. Legault. I really do. For even just trying to say something against this, I I applaud him 150%. Okay. Giovanna says, you are right. These are topics that should be brought to the table no matter how difficult or uncomfortable it is. By keeping quiet, we are allowing these little minorities to take control and change everything and confuse the generations to come. Thank you. Thank you, Giovanna. My good friend Tony Chichi says, Matthew Buckcote, your favorite, Lulu. <laughs> yeah, he is my favorite. It's not the point. The point is that, you know what, though? The point is that everybody should have their right to have their, their view and their opinion and to learn about certain uh, um, authors, whether or not you you agree on their lookout on history, uh, it doesn't matter. I could disagree, and I do disagree with a lot of things that happen, but they still have the right to say it. Unless you're condoning hate and physical violence on a people, you could allow to say anything. And note for me, feelings don't count. I hurt your feelings, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. Because I should be able to say it in a free country, what I think. Okay? Unlike our prime minister says, oh, when you're starting to hurt feelings, fuck off. Really? Seriously, fuck off. Okay? When is the first Hannah Concordia? Mike, tell us exactly what you what you did fit, um, witness, uh, Mike. I'm, I'm curious at uh, Concordia. So I'm interested to see what, what exactly he could put in place here. 
Um, but I, I, once again, I, I just to even go there and to, to try to even do something is, uh, is commendable to me. Um, because he clearly does whatever the hell he wants. He doesn't give a shit. So, you know, just as I'm going to shit on him the way he handles the pandemic, but you know what? Maybe sometimes it takes someone like him to say, you know what? I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because that's exactly what he, what he does. That was confirmed by, by my guest, the Friday night liberal MNA. He basically does whatever he wants. He doesn't explain himself to nobody. So maybe we need someone like him to say, hey, guys, what's going on in our universities? What are we raising here? We're going to raise an ge entire generation. They're going to question everything from their gender to the reality, the real history. You're going to erase everything in history that makes you uncomfortable. Is that it? Is that the goal here? Is that is is this the goal? Let's let's erase everything in history that's made us uncomfortable, right? From from apartheid to racism to genocides, whether they existed or not, right? Let's let's erase all that, guys. World War One, World War Two, civil wars in the United States. None of this never happened. It's because you know they they can't handle the truth. They can't handle the truth. It's it's the, 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 this generation is too sensitive. Did you know that in Germany they were trying to? There was a movement saying that they should not teach the Holocaust in Germany. What happened with millions of Jews that were sent to their death camps? That it was it was too traumatically hurtful and too traumatic on these students. And the government says. Tough fucking luck. Tough luck. If you can't deal with reality that really happened, how the fuck are you going to move on with your life and actually be a valuable citizen in this world? If you can't even deal with the harsh realities of this world, where we are today in 2021, how did we get here? How many genocides have taken place? How many people died in a slave um, slave drive, apartheid, civil wars? How many people? Wars for religious purposes, war for oil, war for water. None of this happened, guys. We got here today where we are today because of all this. The world didn't go to World War One and Two twice. We didn't go to World War twice. The reality is too harsh. Could you imagine the people that had to live through it, that were in it, that died in it? Don't we owe it in the memory to, to say, guys, here's history. This is the ugly truth of humanity and what we're capable of doing. Let's maybe try not to do it again. Let's try. Let's try to learn from this. No, let's erase it because it's too hard on our generation today, our political correctness generation. We can't hurt feelings. They can't handle this. Fuck, is that where we're reduced today? That's what we're reduced to. Oof. So uh, for once, maybe you guys could record this. So it, it is recorded. It's going to be available to you. Pierre Lego. shout out to Pierre Lego for trying. I swear to God, nothing attached here. Shout out to Pierre Lego. So 
guys, those are my those are my three stories that I wanted to cover tonight, and I wanted to to share with you people of of what's going on out there in the world on you know language issues, transgender and PC culture and free speech in universities is something that I've spoken about a lot. So that's this is a sort of a way of of me giving a little bit of uh, of an update. So um, on that note, I want to thank everybody uh, that watched tonight, that commented. Guys, don't forget, please, if you like my content, share it with people that you think that would enjoy it, that could stand to learn a little bit from it. Uh, maybe start our own little revolution here, our own little movement. Subscribe to my Facebook page at Agree to Disagree Show and on YouTube as well. Um, subscribe, share it. It would be greatly appreciated. I do this out of uh, the joy and and the, the pleasure that I have in doing it. And my goal is to to educate as much as I can Montrealers, Quebecers, Canadians, Americans about what's going on in our world. So um, thank you again for tuning in, for watching, for all the comments, guys. I thank everybody, Mikey Bernier, Milan, Mike Rocco, Giovanna, Tony Cheech, uh, 34 saying hi. Hey, 34, what's up? Uh, Ange, uh, Milan, I already said. Uh, thank you, everybody, guys. Sal, M, Patignotto, I appreciate your guys' support so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.